Hi, I'm Chris. Welcome to Season 3 of OCD Kicks. And I'm Jack. Hi guys, welcome back. How are you doing, Jack? Well, it's fine here, Chris. I am finally glad that we started uh, Season 3. I was waiting for it. What about you? Yeah, same for me. Actually, guys, this is the second time that we are recording this episode because we experienced some kind of technical issues. We are looking forward to start from scratch. Yeah, guys, that is exactly right. Actually, we tried to record something new for the first time. Now Chris will explain it a little bit more in detail. We had a new idea for this upcoming year. Yeah, you know, we decided to change things a little bit, but don't worry guys, you will still able to find our thoughts about series and movies. Actually, we decided to divide the episode into different segments. One of them is dedicated to series and movies. So I would like to start with that one. Sure, me and Chris have this big passion for cinema and TV series. It was the main subject of our previous episodes so you will know it guys by now so let's dive in okay so for the series and movie segment this time we decided to dedicate it to a brand new movie that is currently available on disney plus i'm talking about eternals so guys some of you maybe already saw this movie a few months back in the movie theaters but you know it's currently available on disney plus for all members it's not even a vip Access. Guys, as you know, me and Chris are quite used to review Marvel's movies. Our latest episode was about uh, Shang-Chi. Actually, according to me, even this chapter, The Eternals, have uh, many similarities with Shang-Chi's narration. We decided to keep this episode spoiler-free, but for those of you who maybe haven't seen the movie yet, Eternals tells the story of a brand new group of superheroes. Actually, they came from space around 7,000 years ago. Basically, they were able to experience all phases and chapters of history of humankind, from the time man used to live in caves to the present days. You know, I found it quite epic. I didn't expect such a great movie. Yes, Chris, I think the same. I really appreciated these background events involving history from uh, thousands of years ago to the present day. You know, guys, as uh, other Marvel's movies, the timeline shifts from one period of time to another so we have some happenings in the past some happenings in the present and we see how the eternal these superhuman beings are being sent to earth in the first place to protect the human race from deviants these monster creatures that are menacing mankind actually the story develops in a quite unexpected uh, way I won't spoil anything here but I really like this uh, not standard division between good and evil evil in the first place we see the good sides and the bad sides but they're actually closer to each other than what we could imagine yeah you know jack we saw this kind of approach even in shang chi because you remember guys without going into spoiler that basically the bad guy in that movie was shang chi's father but at the same time you were able to see the motivations behind his behavior it is quite blurry it is even more interesting because you know, like many times in life, not everything is black or white. There is something in between. And the reasons for each character to pursue their actions is not always the same. One of the important topics of the movie is also the difficulty in finding a reason to live when the purpose of your life has been already fulfilled. Our protagonists, at some point of the story, they have to reshape
staple all of their lives because task seems to be fulfilled. So we see another twist in the plot. I found this movie quite philosophical. Of course, you can see the action scenes and just enjoy the plot. But at the same time, you start thinking about things that are related to humankind. So as you said, Jack, like the purpose of life, as well as themes such as life and death, your decision, shaping other people's lives as well. I found it quite interesting and I found myself thinking about these kind of themes even after finish watching the movie. Yes, Chris, I also know some of my friends who actually didn't like so much the characterization of the characters and the plot overall, but from my point of view, the plot was quite good and there is this deep philosophical meaning that you say. I found it quite profound. The director of this movie, Chloe Zhao, which already directed last year the Oscar winner Nomadland and was well known for the excellence of photography that we also see in this new movie. There is still a space for jokes and a sense of humor. You know, it is a Marvel movie. At the same time, it's a bit different compared to other Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. The movie is quite long. If you count even the credits, it is around 2 hours and 40 minutes. Talking about credits, as you know guys, Marvel movies are well known because throughout the credits you can find a few easter eggs, extra scenes that will give you a hint about what to expect in a future Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. The great thing about watching that on Disney Plus is that you can push forward and quickly go throughout all the credits, you know, unlike the movie theaters. Yes, that's uh, an advantage by all means. And guys, the references to previous Marvel's episodes are a lot. The events are basically happening uh, five years from the events told in uh, Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, like in Shang-Chi, if you have some kind of general knowledge of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you can appreciate all the easter eggs. At the same time, if you are new to the Marvel Universe, you can still enjoy this movie because basically it introduced for the first time a brand new set of superheroes. So you don't really need a deep knowledge of Marvel in order to enjoy this one. It was something similar, for example, to Shang-Chi, but there are also references not only to the Marvel Universe, but also to DC, Superman. You know, I was quite surprised about that. Yes, even for me it was the same. You know, Chris, how much I loved Smallville, the recent TV series. Yeah, do you uh, think it's still recent, Jack? Well, in my memory it is so, but actually it has been already 20 years, so relatively recent. I'm very passionate about this TV series because I grew up with it. For me, Superman will always be Tom Welling. Along so many seasons, he portrayed the young Clark Kent so great, and Superman will remain that for all of my life. Superman has a long story of actors who played it. For example, Christopher Reeve or Henry Cavill, most recent. You know, Jack, I saw only season one or maybe two of Smallville, but hearing you talking with such a big passion about Smallville, I will definitely go back and catch up with all the seasons. You know, Chris, Smallville was not technically that great, but it was very heartfelt and it remained in your heart, especially if you were an adolescent or young adult when this TV series was aired. It has something very touching. And I remember, like, the soundtrack was great as well. The soundtrack was great. I remember in the first season, many of my favorite bands of my young adult 
childhood, for example, Lifehouse, The Calling, were all featured in that. It was so great, and I had also the CD that I could play along in my car. Yeah, but saying that, you're pretty much telling your age. Like, almost no one buys physical CDs anymore. Exactly. That is a sign of the passing of time. Yeah, so, Jack, would you recommend to watch this movie to our listeners who maybe didn't see it yet? Yes, I would totally recommend it. Guys, don't let you be fooled by the even too many critic reviews that you could read about this movie, but give it a try. You know, the fact that it's included basically in the Disney Plus without any extra cost, it's also a great way to introduce more people to the service as well. If you think about it, this movie was just a couple of months ago in the movie theaters, so it is something different compared to, for example, if you remember Jack Black Widow, where basically you were able to see they one, but with the VIP access. Yeah, exactly, Chris. So, Jack, shall we go on to the next section of the episode? Cool, guys. What do you think it will be? So, stay tuned to discover it. So, welcome, guys, to the next segment. This one is dedicated to gaming. So, you know, guys, how much I love gaming since I was a young kid, you know, playing the original Game Boy as well as the Super Nintendo. At the same time, Jack is pretty much new to this world. I hope that with this segment he will find this industry more and more interesting. Yes, thanks Chris because you introduced me to many great products of the gaming industry in the most recent times. You know guys, it's not my first passion, I'm not so keen on video games. I also played PlayStation when, when I was a kid and I loved so much, for example, Final Fantasy episodes back then. I remember Final Fantasy VIII, for example, which I played all along every day during high school, but actually Chris helped me a lot to, to discover many interesting and appealing products on the market nowadays. Yeah, you know Jack, uh, I think that many people when they are talking about gaming, they think something mostly for kids or teenagers, but I would like to say that this is a mature industry, so you are able to find, of course, like mainstream products that are basically meant for a younger audience, but at the same time you can find products that are related to a more adult audience, you know, this one that we are going to talk today is something, you know, meant for adults. I'm talking about a game that is currently available on Steam that is called Before Your Eyes. Yeah, and thanks Chris for letting me receive it as a Christmas present. I was really glad to have the opportunity to play it in this way. There is no need to say thanks because it was quite uh, selfish. I just wanted to make you more curious about this industry. But it was direct to the point and I still have appreciated it. Basically, the unique part of Before Your Eyes is that you play mostly with the blinking of your eyes, with the webcam. It tells the story of a person who basically passed away in the first scene of the game, but recalls all his life. The next scene, you are a toddler looking around and listening to your parents. Once you blink your eyes, you will move to the next scene that could be just a few hours or even a few years later, so you really don't know what to expect. It's like a collection of flashbacks. Yeah, Chris, I was quite entertained by the story, so I tried not to blink my eyes because I wanted to see what
what was going on. But the philosophy of the game probably is that you cannot enjoy one scene more than five or ten seconds in a row, so it was not easy to do it. You made decisions that somehow will shape the main character's life. Yeah, that's totally right. As far as I can tell, I appreciated this new original perspective. It is not a very long game. You can finish it in just a few hours. But I would say, you know, it's just beautiful to enjoy this ride. Of course, you see the main character's life, but you can also reflect about your own. Yes, as we said, it's something quite new. So I think you will be surprised too. You cannot find at the moment this game for PlayStation as well as Xbox and Nintendo Switch, because as I said, you need a webcam in order to play. So you can play both on Windows platforms as well as Mac. You know, that's where both me and Jack played it. You know guys, it's not so easy to find a lot of games for Mac, but this one works perfectly. Yeah, Chris, and it also reminded me of the video games that we reviewed a few months back, Life is Strange. It has some similarities with it, according to me, especially for the story and the way in which it is told. Even in Life is Strange, there are flashbacks and visions of the protagonists of something that is gonna happen and we have to puzzle out the story. So I appreciated both of these video games, even for the soundtrack, which was great for both of these products and for the storytelling. Yeah, I remember back in Life is Strange through Colors, there is a beautiful cover of Alex Chang, the main character, related to Radiohead's Creep, that I enjoyed it since both me and Jack really likes Radiohead. Yeah, Life is Strange uh, in particular featured great artists. Yeah, you know guys, going back to Before Your Eyes, I think now it is not available yet for VR, the virtual reality, but I think it would be amazing just to play, you know, with some kind of headset in order to experience even more the feeling to be the main character. Sure. So guys, did you already play Before Your Eyes? Maybe you are a long time gamer like me or maybe you're just thinking to start anyways we will be glad to hear your feedback and ideas let us know in the section comments down below even if you have some video games that you want to suggest us to review or give it a try just as chris said let us know yeah next time i will talk in a deeper way about what i'm currently playing mostly my xbox series x as well as the nintendo switch oled so stay tuned for updates here we are to the third and final section of our episode. So guys, the last section of the episode is dedicated to language and daily hacks. So what to expect from this section? We are going to talk about language learning as well as personal development, music or books, you know, anything that makes daily life more interesting. It can be productivity, a new album or band. You can expect these kind of things as well as of course mental health since we are the OCD Geeks podcast. We really care about this team as well. Yes, guys, that's exactly right. You know how me and Chris love languages and learning them. We have both studied languages before in our life and how it is important also for our mental health because it increases our productivity. So for those of you who are not familiar with us, of course, welcome to our channel. Me and Jack are native Italian.
Italian speakers. We decided to record our podcast and channel in English because, of course, it is fun. But at the same time, we want to speak to a wider audience compared to, you know, just Italian speakers. So, as Jack said, we have a big passion for languages besides Italian and English. I have a big passion for Japanese, while Jack has a master's degree in Russian. You know, he's fluent in this challenging but beautiful language. Yes, a little bit rusty at the moment about Russian because I finished my studies long ago and I've been many days not working on my Russian, so I have to catch up again. I can relate to that because my French used to be quite good when I was a university student, but now, after several years without practicing it, I feel like I'm losing quite uh, a lot. Every day I'm talking in English and not French. Going back to Japanese, you know, many of you like us think about the new year 2022 as a great starting point for catching up with old resolutions as well starting new ones. Yes, Chris, I would like to show you which book I'm currently working on introducing my way to improve my Russian and refresh my memory. This book is right here and it's by John Fouts. It's called The Collector. It actually is an English edition with Russian translation on side, so I can read it in English and see the translation in Russian. I find directly the words which uh, I want to know by just looking at the text. The learning is quite fast. It's a very useful way to be more intuitive in the learning. So, Jack, one of the main struggles if you want to start with a language or even more if you didn't study in a long time, it could be even a couple of years, your target language, thinking about how or where to start now. Even in the past, I was tempted to do as much as I could every single day, but I found it that in the long run, this strategy is not helpful. This year, I decided just to dedicate a bit of time every single day to Japanese. So I started with just 10 minutes, but I'm planning to upgrade bit by bit. If you set up even 10 minutes, it can be really nice because it is quite easy to accomplish. If you want to do even more, that's amazing. You can still find 10 minutes even if your schedule is really busy. Yes, even if it's tight, I think I just, as Chris said, 10-15 minutes a day can make a great difference in your improvement of the language and to refresh your memories can be enough. What about your Korean, Chris? How is it going? My Korean, not so well. Actually, one of my dreams was not only to be fluent in Japanese, but also to start learning Korean as well. You know, I enjoy watching Korean dramas, so I wanted to dive into Korean in a deeper way. Besides watching series in Korean and get accustomed to the Korean sound that is quite different compared to Italian, I didn't do as much. It can definitely be a new resolution as well. So it can be some kind of a mix between Japanese as well as Korean. About Japanese, the pronunciation is so similar to Italian. I think could be even the closest language regarding sound, of course, talking about the writing system as well as grammar, that's completely different. So it can be quite challenging, but not impossible to learn. Yes, I think it's a great task and thanks for the useful tips that you said. I didn't know it sounded so similar to Italian. I've been struggling the same with Russian, especially in the first years of my learning, because the alphabet is completely different, the mentality 
reality in which the language is, finds expression is completely different. There are cultural aspects that comes out in the language, how it's natural to be, that requires time to be understood by non-native. Learning a language is really learning about the culture. So you cannot really divide the Russian studies like the Japanese one if you don't understand the culture of these countries. It will be the same for all languages. Another thing that I would like to advise is just to spend a lot of time with the language, even if you are not living, for example, in Russia or Japan, you know, by listening to music, watching a series in the target language with subtitles on, and uh, reading books like Jack suggested before. That can be feasible if you are an intermediate student. Just start spending a lot of time with the language can be interesting and useful. Online you can find many podcasts as well as other YouTube channels that are dedicated to a specific language, so I will totally recommend those. If you are learning Italian, I will definitely recommend Coffee Break Italian. You can start listening to that even if you don't have any knowledge of Italian. Coffee Break is also available for other editions as well, for example Spanish as well as German. You know, just check it out. Yes guys, the point is exactly that. Find something that you're really passionate about, doesn't matter what it is, music, movies, books, but just dive deep into the language you choose by following something that you're keen on. For example, if you're not fond of Russian literature in particular, but you're fond of music, I could suggest you a Russian uh, great band, which is called Kino. They make an alternative music that is mixed between folk, rock and underground, so it's something very particular, but I found it amazing. Talking about music still related, in my case, to Japanese, I will definitely recommend a couple of Japanese bands that I really enjoy. One of them is Asian Kung Fu Generation that plays Japanese rock, while if you enjoy more pop, jazz style of music, I will definitely recommend Dada Ray. We chatted about these bands even at the very beginning of the OCD Geeks podcast back in season one. If you have any suggestions or ideas about how we can improve this segment even more, we will be glad to hear from you. Are you a passionate language learner or maybe you are thinking about starting your second language? Your feedback and ideas are always welcome. So Jack, shall we go to the final part of the episode? Sure Chris, let's move! So guys, we are at the end of the very first episode of season 3. As always, feel free to contact us both on Instagram and Twitter at Chris underscore OCD Geeks as well as Jack underscore OCD Geeks. Don't forget to check our website www.ocdgeeks.me So Jack, for now, let them talk our freaks. In 2022, stay tuned on OCD Geeks.